Pats, the uh, the fucking female blinged out version of Dan Coach talking Bryant's about. hat. It says Juicy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it has Juicy or fucking like a Celtic cross bedazzled on it. Yeah. <laughs> it says yeah, Ed Hardy fuck? on the back. Yeah. What the fuck is this belly back bullshit? I'm like, eh. Ed Hardy hat, dog. That's what you signed up for, my brother. Bitch. And he's a brother. Um, so yeah, I'm, I can't wait for that game this week. Cause see this past weekend, I watched the, uh, I watched the Auburn game. I watched the Georgia game. Of course I watched the Alabama game. Georgia looks all right. Auburn is scary though right now because they're not terrible, but they're inconsistent. So they could, they could do some real damage if they get their shit together between now and when we play them. You know what I mean? Uh, know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. Don't touch me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all ready for this? Uh, Just a second, guys. Let me do mm. some last minute. Uh, some twiddles. Again. Last minute twiddle dinks. And doodle tans. <laughs> tans. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where did that come from? You Zip a tie, my damn. Yeah. Zip a tie, my Damon. Yeah. Zip a tie. Thought I'd say. <laughs> we got to do that movie at some point. Pootie Tang. What you know about Pootie Tang? 44. What episode is this? 44. 44, motherfucker. Welcome to episode 44 of the Real Estate Podcast. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Adam. And I'm here with Travis. And we just reviewed, or well, we're about to review, um, <laughs> Valerian. The city of a thousand planets. How many times does that girl say his name? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, my name. They, Don't wear it out. Yeah, I mean. Valerian. It sounds Valerian. like a, a, a like an STD. <laughs> yeah. You got that Valerian disease? <laughs> oh, God. It's, um. I bet he had a couple of Valerian diseases. Yeah, with his playlist. Yeah, I thought it was funny how they called a playlist. Yeah. A little black book was a playlist. Yeah. Like, does uh, that have videos? Does that include video? I think it does. Mm-hmm. You know that ship's got to have cameras everywhere. Yeah. I'm, I mean. Well, I mean, he was real buddy-buddy with that AI. Yeah. Oh, you think he tried to do it in the exhaust port? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> probably, he probably went for the gusto and tried to get it in like the plasma converter or something something i noticed about this guy his voice sounds fake like yeah he sounds like he's you know yeah. he sounds he, he's always had it's, that it sounds like it's forced he has that diction like you're trying to be very uh like a very edgy you know gritty what what type of processors in your computer man <laughs> oh god AMP, get out I bet you, I bet you don't know how to re, how to reboot a BIOS, man. Yeah, you need to reset your router, and reseed your CPU, bro. <laughs> Dude, every time they every time they ask if you've turned it on and off again, that's really the that's that's the real answer there. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, I mean, I love this movie. Yeah, it was pretty oh, good. It's oh. more than I, I didn't expect this. Yeah, right. The trailer doesn't do it justice. No. Oh man, I, I scraped I the love, surface. The I coolest the, place uh, was the the uh, what was that? Like where you could go shopping? What they call it? Oh, the marketplace. Yeah, the market. Oh, it's like a the, million stores. Alternate. It was dimension. just cool, man. How they? Yeah. Oh, I mean, he, well, how about him? Like, what about a whole gunfight happening across dimensions? How? You and know, he had to put his he had to put his hand in that thing to like push his gun through to the other dimension. Yeah, to make it appear. Yeah. An inter, an, it, like basically an interdimensional heist went down. I wonder how they found that. You know what I mean? Like who stumbles across that and they're like, huh, we're onto something here. You know what I mean? We'll start with our opener. Oh, man. Uh, cold that's, what, that's what I was about to say. I, I love quickly the Quickly warmed like, up. Yeah. Real quick. <laughs> um, I like the way I, they... They call that race the pearls, I guess. I think that's what they call them. But um, I really like the way they look. Or AKA the ma- the merfolk from Magic the Gathering. Hmm. I don't know anything about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, well, I mean, like every scene a magic card in this game in this movie, man. Um. So it op- so there's these little creatures. I don't. They look like dragons. These are like Khaleesi's look, dragons before they grew up. Look, let me let me ask you: Did you guys think or get the same idea that maybe I did that these things shit out replicas? Because like the entire time, this whole movie—that's the one thing that kept just crawling at the back of my mind. Was like they're after a creature that eats stuff and shits out pearls. Yeah. It's kind of that weird. motherfucker was cute as a button, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come you know. on. When that girl was holding it, tell me you didn't want one of those. Yeah, I just, did. Just, just stick it in your shirt pocket, you know. Yeah, when she I put his they... ass in the microwave, I thought it was. I, I was like, "What's he well, doing?" Hey, no, no. Well, like the 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 chick from that planet at the very beginning, like she was gyrating as much as in from Suicide Squad, man, like. <laughs> everywhere yeah. every like everything every movement she made was like overly sensual like that whole race was overly sensual those like, aliens were kind of hot well like every time every time the thing would like sprout some shit out of it or or produce pearls they would all just like embrace each other like ooh, ooh they're real touchy feely like yeah yeah and like then what was up the 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 chief yeah. was a was a, a woman i think I, it had a woman's was, voice well, it was men and wife. women, but but you did you, couldn't. Did you, did you just assume it's gender? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> My real, bad. Real estate's over. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, there is no gender here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean maybe they're gender fluid. They're gender they can neutral. <laughs> there's yeah. there's no gender here. Only pearls, millions and billions of pearls. Well, she called I that can... woman. She said, "My wife." I mean, she. I mean, she. She washed her face in the shit, which like. Made her skin pearlescent. (laughs) 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 It's crazy. uh, Didn't she like absorb some of it? Yeah. I I mean, I I, I figure it's the equivalent of a intergalactic uh, L'Oreal commercial. I mean, but you're bathing your skin in like these thousands of 
what, turds. One trillion ton bombs, basically. It had ten times more power right. than the ship. Yeah, and the right. ship. The, the ship was like, put, fucking massive. Yeah, the ship's like, please put that inside me. I need it. You know, <laughs> that's why everybody um, wanted it, though. Yeah, I mean, they could throw it and it would just cause a black hole. Where well, I mean, power Tony, an entire Tony, planet with one. Yeah, I mean, Tony Stark would have a field day with this shit. He needed that huh. in his chest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wouldn't be that's bitching what, about that fucking toxicity level in his blood in that second movie for sure. He just, you know, he just get up in the morning, you know. Th- Rub pearls on his face. <laughs> all, would be right, all would be right with the world, you know? Yeah. Um, so it opens with, uh, you know, we see these, the, the chicks, dudes, whatever they are, the, the people, this race, they're on the beach. It looks like the little mermaid everywhere. That, <laughs> like, that's what I said. I said, don't this look like the little mermaid? And she's like, yeah, it kind of does. I'm like, yeah. Um, and then like a ship crashes. And they all, for some reason, go inside the ship. Uh, that that's one of those things where I'm like, if if Why would alien, they do that? if aliens crash here, like if they crash in my backyard, Trevin, you're over here, and Adams over here, are we going to go inside the ship? Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> we have to. Well, no, there, there's a little more context at play here. Like, it's not just a ship that crashed. We're talking like. Everything's falling out of the sky. I mean, like they said, it was just a full-on apocalypse. Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't have—they didn't have any idea that this war was going on, and like the the debris from the ship is what's falling in. So to them, like I'm just imagining it from my point of view. If something like starts falling in and there's debris and shit everywhere, and then a ship accompanies said debris, and you're like, okay, well, it must be. Something must be happening, but you can't see what's going on. You don't know there's a war happening. You know what I mean? Right. Like the apocalypse doesn't start until that crazy ass looking ship crashes, and then that just destroys the, the, the entire ship that they destroyed. Yeah, I mean, it just destroys the entire planet, and like it blows this the 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 original ship into space <clears throat> somehow. Well, it destroys they, the entire planet, so. Yeah, everything. Well, I mean, it it destroyed well, everything because, but that capsule. I don't know. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, because because, <laughs> because sci-fi, man. That's what that is. Because sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. So um, then it cuts to um, the the one chick. She's like the princess of the king and queen of this civilization, and she's outside the capsule. The doors broke. She can't get in, and she like releases her energy. And it goes to Valerian. He's asleep on she the beach Super too. Saiyan. She did. Which, hey, here, was- which here's the thing, and, and and I only watched the trailer once, but I didn't realize that the movie Valerian was about a person. Yeah, like, I know. You know, I assumed that Valerian was either the a name ship. of the place, yeah, the name of a ship, or you know, the name of the planet they're going to, or whatever. The, did, the name, you know, I, I didn't see it coming same. that it was. I didn't know it was someone's name. Which is kind of weird. They should have just called it the City of a Thousand Planets instead of Valerian in the city. Because, like, the chick is just as much a part of the crew as he is. Like, I think she almost probably had more screen time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they were together for the whole, the whole point where he's missing and it's just her. She yeah, did have more I mean, screen time because she was always there. 
And then whenever she got captured by those things, then he was like, uh, with that shapeshifter thing, bubbles or whatever the hell its name, <laughs> that fucking thing. Um, but anyway, so it cuts to them. They're on. A, they've got a mission to do. Uh, they work for like the government. He's a, he's like this. Um, what major? Whatever he is, major Valerian or whatever. And they have their he's little a, back. He's a major asset. Yeah, yeah, he's a major ass with his fucking playbook or his fucking whatever it is. But um, oh yeah, because yeah, because he's awfully partial to his partner. Yeah. Well, and my thing is, is like, so he's kind of like the dirty doctor, right? Like he has companions, but he does all of them. <laughs> There's a porn parody in here. I'm just saying, if it hasn't happened yet, it's gonna happen eventually. Valerian, the city of a thousand, uh, the, the city of a thousand cocks or something. <laughs> oh God. Um, so they're, uh, they're going to this planet cause they got to take back the property of the government from this marketplace and they get there. And this is like, this is the craziest shit ever. Um, the marketplace is in, is in an alternate dimension and you have to like put these, this mask on and these gloves on to enter into the other dimension. So Valerian is going into the, the other dimension to find this like job of the hut type that has what they're looking for. And then the now other keep two. In, yeah. Now keep in mind their physical bodies are all being maintained in this designated area yes. and they're holograms in the other dimension, which I thought was really cool, but their holograms can get hurt, which is crazy. Like, I mean, if he would have got shot in, if the other dimension shot the hologram, it would have killed him. Right. Because that one dude, that was working there that was an, an undercover agent, he gets attacked by that dog. I mean, you don't see what happened to him, but I'm assuming that the dog kills him. Well, if you remember that creature, are we talking about when the creature crosses into the, the where, like, where everybody's at physically? No, I'm talking about like the whenever the dude, you know, they're like and he puts both of his hands in that box thing. And then he's like helping him out, trying to help him escape. Oh, oh, his cover, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming that like if you get killed in the, if your hologram dies, you die. It's like the Matrix, maybe. So anyway, they show up. There's like I said, this job of the hut top that has this this thing. You don't know what it is. Um, they show up. He has his hand through that box that puts him into. His hand into the other dimension, but he's invisible. Somehow they erase his hologram, which is crazy. Um. So uh, anyway, the chick shows up. They scoop the thing up, put it in there, and then it gets crazy from there. Like they're chasing him. He's running around all crazy. The box is messed up. You have to have your DNA code to unlock the box to where it'll take it out of that other dimension. And he can't do it because the the thing's busted on yeah. him. So he's just running around trying to get away. And then that thing shoots this fucking these balls at him. That was crazy. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. They shoot well, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah, it is. 
But but it also kind of made it seem to me that that means that this is a regular crime that 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 is committed in the marketplace. And yeah. if they're doing something clandestine, you figure they wouldn't try to go for something that the enemy is obviously prepared to handle. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you get shot with balls and it weighs you down, there ain't much else you can do about that shit. <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean, when, when your hands, it's maybe it's just because I've watched too much of uh, too much Rick and Morty lately. Um, the movie almost like had that feel like at, at any point I was waiting for some Rick S character to come on board and be like, you know, just a over an overzealous, like smart ass. Right. That's like be- Valerian. Valerian, you fucking dumbass. Like, what's yeah. Your- Morty. <laughs> You gotta, um, you gotta shove this up your element. ass. Fifth element, very much. Way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and and the thing about it is that I, I love that this movie just gave you a, a a whole world mythos, whatever you want to call it, and just ran with it, and you're just on board. And you know, Griffin and and I talked about it the other day, and he made a good point. Like, it's just you know, take it or leave it. They're not yeah. gonna. They don't spend the whole movie explaining every single minute detail or science as to what makes the movie plausible. That's just how it works, and I like movies that do that. It's just like you're peering into something that already exists, and you just you kind of piece shit together yourself, and and it builds on the legacy that science fiction's been accustomed to having, like the different tropes and stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that about it. I mean. Once you subscribe, you're in. You know what I mean. Like once you start it, like there's not much explanation. The first scene know? had me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like when because all that like, shit going on, I was like, "What's this? This is fucking out there." Yeah. 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 And created a new race. This was this race was much cooler than James Cameron's. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Big tall blue motherfuckers. They wasn't fucking with their tail. Yeah, he he brought he made it weird. <laughs> yeah, right. Bringing in the tail shit. <laughs> the scroll <laughs> is in me. So, um, anyway, that that whole bus with the creature that crosses over from the dimension into their dimension was crazy. That was so awesome. Like it was just, I mean, it's it, the whole movie is just action packed. Where it's just like ridiculous stuff and then once it's over it's like okay now on to the next thing you know what i mean like it's just it has a good flow to it you know what i mean it has a good pacing to it and everything you get enough action when you need action you get enough um you know explanation drama all this stuff in time but it doesn't like it's it doesn't have a structure of like Action scene and then downtime and then action scene and then downtime and then final action scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean wide open. Yeah, I mean it was. Yes, and it looked Um, great. Yeah, the only problem that I had with the movie for real was um, I wish they would have used more practical effects. Yeah, like that. That was my only gripe. Dying art. I know. I mean. Well, one thing that I noticed is that the human, the humans in this movie, or their government, or the, the the whatever you call it, the United Nations of Mankind, whatever they refer to themselves as, they reminded me so much 
of uh, Warhammer 40k, like even down to the point uh, when their ships were coming out of warp. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> like their whole, like yeah. their whole design looked really, really cool. You know, their yeah. whole way they operated the ships. I mean, yeah. you know, it was it like was I believed them. Yeah, it was. I don't know why. I mean, it was just but, when I was watching. But, it, I was like, this is good. They're, but you know, with all that said, job. like you said, Griffin, you know the the practice. You know, maybe some practical effects would have been better. But I mean, for a movie as outrageous as this, I feel like it would have it would have taken. I a like lot a happy longer. medium. Yeah, give me some like, practical I mean, effects and put the if uh, you know the the uh, virtual effects on top of it. Like, yeah, mix mix them up for me a little. Right. Well, that's like um, okay. So like in the, after they get that thing and they're going back, they go to the space station, and that's where like that's where you see the space station. They explain everything that's going on with it. You know, they break it down for you and all that stuff. They get on board. You meet Clivo, and he's the commander over this space station all this stuff they have a security meeting he goes in there and all the alien races are represented there for the most part they're all practical like they're all practical effects but like whenever he was like uh on the desert planet and in the alternate dimension whenever he had the gun to that dude's head to the one's head you know what i mean like that could have been practical effects right there. They're in one room. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it was just, if it was practical, it fooled me because it looked CG as fuck. You know what I mean? It was CG. You know, so. Hey, that, one reason why you want to put some practical in there. Do you remember the scene where the girl first opened the little container that had the creature in it, the converter? Yeah. yeah. All right, well, she opened it. And I don't know if you noticed this. I noticed it instantly. She ain't even looking at it. No, like you can see it sitting there, and she's like looking up to the side in the corner, probably yeah. a piece of blue tape or something. You know, like she didn't even look at it though. That's the only time I noticed it. Like the CGI was a, you know, was an issue for him because all the other times it blended in. You know, you know, sometimes yeah. they don't make eye contact with the actual. Yeah, yeah. You know, but she didn't even look at it. Not even close. Yeah. yeah. Um, just saying that stood out <laughs> yeah yeah i know what you mean and it's just it's little it's things like, like that up, no but i would like to have seen you know things they come into contact with um i would have liked to have seen those things been more practical and then because they've got to populate this gigantic world and yeah. and you can't expect i mean we're not in the 70s and 80s anymore you know what i mean you can't have the, this entire world be practical but the things that the actors come into contact with, it's like Star Wars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Star Wars for the that new Star Wars movie, like a lot of the stuff that they came into contact with was practical. And then they just populated the world with CG. Like that's the way it should be, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't make movies. Damn it, unfortunately. Um, well, it would cost so- a lot of money. I know. I what know. was the budget on this flick? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Um, what do you think it is? $160 million. What do, you, what do you think, Trav? I think 200 All right. The budget is... Hold on. Yeah. 
Jesus, my internet fucking sucks right now. Hold on. It's loading, guys. Y'all ready for it? I got it. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> um, 177 million. 177.2 million. Mine reads 180. So. Oh, okay. It's it's in you, there somewhere. Have you got the gross? No. I don't see that. This is this is just the U.S. gross. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine million. Mm. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. There Ouch. won't be another one. No. Film industry's hurting right now, man. People ain't got money to go to the fucking movies. Segue into selling these passes. Yeah, I know, right? Go out and get your movie pass. It says as of August the twenty-first. The worldwide gross was 132 million. heart because now I know there'll never be another one. I know, right? And don't you want one yeah. so bad? I was like, this is a whole yeah. universe. The thing that yeah. they lived on was badass. The fucking a thousand planets. Yeah, all come together. You know, we we didn't talk about that at the beginning. You see, all and I see. I didn't understand what they meant. You know, and then it's like, okay, you got a space station. Yeah, and all these people Down. just keep adding Down. on and adding on. You see them show up, shake hands, show up, shake hands. You know, new people, which was cool. Yeah, that's what I wish would happen. And then, it, yeah, for real, segue well, into see, the galaxy games. Yeah, oh my god, this, yes. this you got to do the movie. The movie's got to be shot like this, but the galaxy games they had it. Yeah, perfect uh, layout for it. Didn't they though? Um, yeah, we did. Yeah. We didn't hit on that at all. Like, yeah. it was like a space station, and then other, um, you know. Well, countries. at first you see these guys there, and then another team comes. They shake hands. Yeah, the, you know, the Chinese show up. It happened. Yeah, it was a bunch of white people. You know, of Earth. You just keep coming and coming, and then all of a sudden you get like your first alien race and robots and. Yeah. You know, every time they were standing there, they would come off the elevator, shake hands. Yeah. It's like. And it just grew and cool. grew. And then Rutger Har, he's like, this motherfucker is big, okay? And it could kill Earth. <laughs> they had to move it. Yeah. They, they, they put those rockets out. was pretty cool. They just yeah. The rockets on there and push it back out. Yeah, and they've got it in like this thing. It just drifts around space like no big deal. So that's like know? our own space station if shit added to it and added to it and added to it. Yeah. That would be badass. Is, wouldn't it, though? See, if... If everybody would quit bitching about stupid shit and just if we could get past all of this, all of everybody's little insecurities in the world and focus on space, you know what I mean? Space will bring us together, Adam. It it will. We could have a we could have a space civilization. And then aliens could start showing up and be like, well, look all at all the these information dudes. Yeah. that they had, like all this stuff they would bring, like, here's everything we've figured out. It's like, oh, yeah, here you go. Fucking open another piece of the puzzle, you know? Yeah. The puzzle of we life. Got, yeah. Here's our problem Man. with the puzzle of life, Wait, fellas. Griffin. We're missing a couple of pieces and we will never get them ourselves. Like, oh, yeah. We need something from the outside to come in and say, yeah. you motherfuckers are stupid. Stop fighting yeah. over religion. <laughs> yeah, know? like for real. That's your, you know that. I think that's that'll keep us from contact. I like know real contact where they're like they still worship 
fucking rocks and shit. Yeah. Like going down there. <laughs> right. Fucking stupid. Yeah, what are they thinking? They're fighting over a book. That That's why it never happened to us. I know. We got to get rid Not of Not in our boys. lifetime. We got to round them up and kill them, boys. <laughs> oh, God. All of them. We're going to fucking do a jihad? Yeah. I'm going to go Kadurka Durka real quick. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, this could be... This could be something that happens, but it's not. It's never going to happen yeah, in our life. I hate lifetime. to bring the podcast down, but yeah, but it's true though. Lay, this is why I lay awake and I think about that at night. You know, <laughs> you're like that. This movie we could, could be cure us. cancer. You know, yeah, but we're stupid, and like we could cure cancer, over. but you're too busy doing this. It's like yeah, <laughs> throwing well, shots I mean, and burning control. crosses, and well, I mean control. the movie, the, the movie itself kind of uh, shows you that. The flaws of like mankind are still gonna, you know, they're still gonna oh, be yeah. carried on because, well, they, you know, with uh, with Clive Owen's character and how damn. the whole situation, you know, once the mystery of the movie gets solved and you understand what happened to their home world and all that stuff, um, like uh, it's actually now the way you guys are talking about it and everything, the movie actually, uh highlights an answer to the Fermi paradox, which is if there's so many galaxies, whatever, why aren't there any aliens? Why haven't, you know, if the universe is as old as it is, why haven't we made contact? Yada, yada, yada. Anyways, one of the answers, one of the answers is, uh, the super predator. And it's where it's where you look at it as when we go out into the forest and clear out the trees, we're not trying to, we're not purposely trying to destroy the wildlife's habitat. They said we're not thinking about it. So if there was a more advanced civilization that rolled up on, on earth and decided, Hey, we needed the hydrogen from the water on this planet to fuel our ships. So they just start beaming up the water and dehydrating the planet basically. And we all starve to death. Well, it's not like the aliens rolled up and thought they'd destroy humanity. They just needed the resources. Our death was just a product of what they were doing. Right. Same with the pearl, the pearl people, as we'll call them. Yeah. And the space war, the guy, the you know, Clive Owen's character gets told that the you know the whole idea that this war is breaking Why out. Why did they fight over they this think, planet? They got all this space. Well, they thought they, they were over, fighting they fight over. Yeah, but why fight over one at all? Go out in the middle of nowhere and blow each other up. Well, even um, in space, there's still going to be a battlefield, I guess. Well, yeah, but Adam makes a good point, but still, there has to be a line in the sand yeah. that just happened to be next to this planet. <laughs> you, know but, uh, I mean? you know, but you know, the planet is supposedly an uh, uninhabited world, which the guy's high ranking officer informs him that no, there is an indigenous species on the planet, but they're not, they're they advanced, matter. but it's, it's a completely different evolutionary chain that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And wash so, their face with pearls. Yeah. Yeah. Galaxy pearls. But but they figured <laughs> out but in, in the thirty years that their planet was destroyed, they figured a lot of shit out really fast. Yeah, they didn't have anything else to do though. <laughs> they were bored as fucking that ship floating around space. <laughs> take away a race's planet or take away a species planet uh and give them thirty years to survive. And yeah, they'll probably achieve wonders but yeah. uh 
but yeah, they figure all that shit out though. But there, you know, it, it kind of back what I was saying about, you know, we'll always be the same regardless of whether we're on earth or in deep space, you know, the guy gets told it's an uninhabited world, but it, or it is an inhabited one. And he's just like, well, fuck it. Fuck him, Kill him. Yeah. Um, he, 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 you know, he plays the, the over, the overly committed soldier. Like he's just, yeah. You know, he'll, 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 he'll take, what is it? He says in the movie, he'll, uh, he'll take death before humiliation. Yeah. Well, I mean, even one part in the movie where they're trying to, you know, like, um, Laurel Lane or whatever her name is, like gets kidnapped by that, that other race. And, um, you know, he goes up and he's, he's talking to his computer or whatever. And he's like, uh, you know, this is a no fly zone for humans. And it says something along the line of like, even in this advanced, you know, civilization this advanced structure and all this stuff segregation still happens i mean there's no way that you're going to be able to outrun it or outlive it or change change it to the point where it's like you know what i mean like it's always going to be present as well it kind of it kind of brings it home that one of the products of trying to accept differences is that there's going to be resistance to it in some capacity yeah exactly and that's all that's always going to be there you're never going to completely eliminate it you're not going to you know you're never going to you're not going to convince everyone to jump on this peace peace loving bandwagon some people see it as a complete waste of their time and they're not going to they're not going to you know they're not going to sit and listen to someone else's argument on them yeah and those are the people that you have to overlook. Yeah. You just you just have to. There's no other way around it. You know, don't don't sit and beat beat the topic into their brain, you know, or 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 literally beat them into submission for it. You just you have to ignore them and let their way of thinking just die out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean we could we could talk about that issue for forever, especially with what's going on in the world now. You know what I mean? Well, because- I'm, well, I'm, yeah, and I mean, and that, that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to just paint everything in broad strokes. Which I mean, everything has a million details to it these days, so there's really no point in trying to focus in on one thing. It's just that fundamentally, we're always going to be flawed, and yeah. that's always going to carry over. And 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 I thought that it was a nice touch that they still did that in the film, like. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't, you know, at the end of the day, United was just a bullshit term of saying, all right, a good group, a good portion of us are on board with this. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it just shows it doesn't matter what species, what race you are, anything like that. Um, It all kind of comes. Everybody kind of operates somewhat on at the at the end of the day. It doesn't matter what what race you are what species you are, what anything you are, everybody still kind of fundamentally operates the same, more or less, give or take. Like, um, you know, if you, if you are um, against the human species as a whole and someone in your little group or whatever, you're, and your species doesn't quite agree with that, I mean... Yes, there's going to be a movement, but is that going to completely erase it? Mm, it's going to take a lot. You know what I mean? But then, you know, we, we also, we have to, 
as over the top as this movie is, though, we still have to have a bit of realism explained in it in that, you know, realistically, that is not what would ever happen in a, a fucking million different universe. Will that ever happen where we're just they just they just show up and they're like, you know what, we're just going to be part of this big ragtag group of different civilizations. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the- there, there, there could be, you know, there could be a we. we the thing with this movie, like it is with where science fiction is, is fiction is the fact that we throw the human template on everything. Yeah. You know, we assume these, like the robots were still human in a sense. You know, the, the robots were very, the robots were very humanoid. Everything had a human quality to it, which I don't think would be the case whatsoever. I mean, you don't think so? Like even comparable? I feel like I feel like Arrival is probably going to be the closest thing. Never mind the mental the mental gymnastics performed to believe that somebody on the planet can decipher their language. Oh yeah, or uh, yeah. I mean, you know, never mind that. But you know, you're dealing with a species you have no idea how to communicate with them. Uh. It's just it's it's such such a big question mark, right? That I think that I think a lot of scientists try to, you know, even some scientists might even, you know, they they may even throw that humanization on it, you know, themselves, right? Because if an adva- if an advanced form of life approached us today, I don't think we would know how to communicate with it. Well, yeah, but I mean that. But human is all we know. So, of course, we're going to project that out onto whatever intelligent species we come into contact with. You know what I mean? Like, their way of reasoning may be completely different than our way, but we're going to somehow find some way to compare it to a human way of reasoning. You know what I mean? Just to put yeah. it in terms for us to be able to understand it without going crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't necessarily think that if – they're not, they're just I, I don't think any intelligent whatever you want to call it entity uh species whatever if you're if you're at the point where you can traverse our universe at ease the last thing you're worried about is some petty shit like what type of weapon something has like by that point you're you're yeah. you're ready to handle your weapons on already. point so <laughs> it's on so i mean i mean i mean well i mean for ourselves, if we were to go light years away from the Milky Way and go to a whole other supercluster of the universe, never mind the, the science involved that would hinder that to begin with, but if we could, would we really want to go that far to destroy another planet or to meet possibly the only other life form that exists to just go right off and destroy it? Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, well, I mean, by the time we, as a species, by the time we reach the point where we can do it, I think we will have went past all the social barriers that's holding us back right now. Yeah, but there still could and be I, a nut with a button <laughs> somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, it could be like dude from the abyss. Well, I mean, He's well, I mean that's what this. <laughs> well, I mean, that that's what the super predator probably could be. There could be one species of 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 aliens out there that's like 
you know what? We realize we reached this level first before any other species. We we're going to keep it that way. So every time a species gets so further along down the path, these guys roll up, neutralize the threat, go on about it. Right. Um, I mean, I forgot where we were. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, we were at the point where, um, the guy, they've went back to the planet. They've went back to, uh, the, the, you know, the city of a thousand planets. They're there and there's, oh, yeah. they've still got, you know, they're, they're, they have the converter with them and they've had the war council or the, uh, security council meeting or whatever. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the the main dude in charge, um, Clive Owen, the bastard, as we're going to call him, um, he's like, God, God Emperor Owen, because like, dude, I'm telling you this, like, if, if you if, just pull up Warhammer 40K image results for like their ships or whatever, like, that's exactly what I thought the entire movie with these guys, right? like, just fucking kill everything, just over-exaggerated ships, over-exaggerated uh, attire. Like, their uniforms were ridiculous. Yeah. Especially his little chest plate that they fucking... Yeah. <laughs> they, just mag- they just snap on there. Um, so they... Uh, she's holding on to the little creature um, because they're afraid, you know, something... Well, it's the, the only one in the damn universe, so... Yeah, that... Everybody no wants one yeah. So of course they do show up, and well, you know she she smells a dirty deal. Oh yeah, she smells it hard. Um, the little three dudes show up. The little three wise men, I guess you could say. I, I, I fucking love those guys. I know they're very. Uh, they are. They are very much part of the comic relief. Oh yeah, for sure. Which the the movie had a lot of funny parts in it, though. Really. Whenever, uh, <laughs> whenever she's in there with that that creature, and she keeps holding the dresses up, <laughs> she's like, "That was funny, <laughs> man. That face so- that it would make when it looked at it with its mouth open, and, and one eye was looking this way, and the other eye was looking that way, like, oh." She was like, "I don't want to put oh, a dress oh, yeah, on." Where she, like, where, oh yeah, where they're all or the the emperor or the job of the hut like guys fucking trying all the different dishes and stuff and she just keeps she's like oh this one this one yeah yes, that was her yes, too yes. yeah 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 it's like this dude is over the top that come funny, on though yeah way better than jar jar binks oh my god way better um so anyway um the the command the head chief in charge the commander whatever he gets kidnapped and they're trying to get him back and that's pretty much how this whole this whole thing starts and um Valerian is, you know, running after him. He gets in the spaceship. He's chasing him. He shoots at the spaceship. It breaks off into a bunch of little spaceships. He gets in his little spaceship and is chasing him. And then, bam, he goes into the red zone, the negative zone, the no signal ass zone. Like my job has no cell phone. Oh, signal. is this is this the scene where he does that ridiculous run where he shoots like platforms for himself to run on? He's yeah, diving. That was- like he, uh, it's Star Wars level like chase sequence. Yeah, it was so badass, dude. He's running through all these different like 
just places on the ship, busted holes in the wall. He don't care. This spacesuit is tough. It's made to withstand shit, you know? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, anyway, he gets into the red. She can't contact with him anymore. So she's going out to, to try to find him. Cause Why don't the they put an antenna out there, though? Like, uh, I think those things will tear it down. <laughs> they just <laughs> they just rip it out of the ground, stomp on it, and then that's where the movie goes from there. Like, um, she finally meets up with him, and then there's these butterfly things, and she's like, "Oh, these butterflies are so beautiful!" And he's like, "Don't touch them!" And then she just disappears, and those things are fishing and using butterflies as bait, which is hilarious. It's so damn cool. Um, so well, he jumped. They, they SpongeBob the shit out of those butterflies. Yeah, for real, right? Um, so he grabs a hold of one, pulls him up. He shoots it in the face, and then they take her back to you know their little sanctuary, their little hangout or whatever. And that's where that scene happens with the dresses. That <laughs> I could watch that scene on repeat. I watched it like three times when it happened. Mm. I was laughing my ass off, you know. Um. So he's got to try to find a way to get in in the their place. And, you know, that's where that, that exchange happens where it's like, you know, even in a place this advanced, there's still segregation. They don't like humans, this, that, and the other. All this stuff's going on, whatever. So he's like, uh, the ship's like, well, find this thing. I can't remember what he calls it. So enter Ethan Hawke. Good old Ethan Hawke. My hero. You know what I mean? Did we talk about the guy in the boat? Oh, no. We, we got to not. that, yeah? No, we passed that? That? Happened, that happened before. She's trying to find out where the dude's at. So she talks to those three little Yeah, the little anteaters. Jew, <laughs> little Jew <laughs> ant- anteaters. <laughs> yeah. They were like, oi. Yeah. I mean, they kind of were, you know, they had a lot of knowledge and they were money hungry. Let me say that. And they wanted to um, sell everything. Yeah. After they told her where to go, they went and knocked her ass out for money. Yeah, right. <laughs> they reminded me of Wimpy though. <laughs> From uh Popeye. Yeah. Just a, I don't know why, but just a little bit. Anyway, they tell her the only way to find out where he's at is to go into the ocean, their version of the ocean, and get this like um jellyfish off of this gigantic well looking thing and like put it on her head and it'll like reveal where he's at which is sketchy like think about it is there any living creature that you would put your head inside to know where somebody's at especially a jellyfish you know which but, is um, crazy like if, if you keep it on yourself for longer than a feeding on your mind it'll start yeah, I thought that memories. was pretty cool um, but this captain of this submarine is like he's he he's an extra straight out of uh, Baron Munchausen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's straight out Baron Munchausen. Um, and then they go under there, and uh, they go under the ocean. They find it. They and it's attached to this giant well thing. They pull it off. They have to escape from it. Oh my god! You know, get away! And then they get back, and they. They pull the thing out, and she puts it on her head and finds out where he's at. And uh, she adventures on, and that's where the butterfly thing happens, is there. So then 
then we get to Ethan Hawke after that. Like she gets captured and then he's got to find like this shapeshifter thing. And then we get Rihanna as a stripper, which is something I didn't know I wanted, but I did. And um, he kills Ethan Hawke. And then this thing reveals itself. And it, it's just like a, it looks like Ditto from Pokemon, except it's blue. And it can like turn, you know, take the shape of anything, mimic it basically. And uh, that's how he gets in. It surrounds his body and they sneak in. And then they have this badass fight with these these things. I don't know what they are, but they look cool as fuck though, for real. Um, But yeah, they're lined up. Uh, there's like hundreds of them lined up and they have different dishes. And he, they go up to the king, and he, like, takes a bite, and he's like, uh-uh. Throws it away, and he's like, this one, this one, you'll like this one. Takes a bite, uh-uh. Throws it away. You know, this one. Takes a bite, and he's like, shakes his head, and she's like, yeah? And he's like, uh-uh. Throw, throws it yeah, away. Spit it out. That- <laughs> yeah. And then here comes the girl, and, he, and she's got these gigantic lemons on a plate. And he starts squeezing the lemons over her head, and he pulls out the biggest cigar cutter I've ever seen. And he's like gonna chop the top of her head off and eat her brains, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's when the I knew that he was down. gonna eat her. Oh yeah, when for I sure. saw it coming. I was like, "She's food." Yeah, I definitely. Like, What's up with the orange? But then when I think it was a lemon, when he got up there, squeezed it on top of her head. Yeah, he saw her coming. He got excited. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that head. that fight scene was great. Um, with all that, that was really cool. And then they um, they get away. They charge after all of them. They fall through like a you know a sewer grate, whatever. And then uh, the little shapeshift. They, they end up in the trash compactor, man. Yeah, that's exactly where they end up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, ship's got one. Yeah, this one was full. <laughs> it was way full. It wasn't empty with a little eye in it. This one was. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing? I don't we know. never, we never saw that eye ever again. No, is that like that's is the garbage that like, eye? Is that the parasite that eats all the garbage? You know, like your septic tank has like hey, parasites. Whenever and shit they, in yeah, but whenever they, um, you know, compact the trash in that room, yeah. how does that thing stay alive? I imagine it's skinny. It would still pop. Well, I mean, it's, it's an eye, <laughs> man. It's an eye, right? Yeah. I mean, a big veiny one, too. Like, I mean, it's a worm, man. It did the worm. I don't know. It I inched like, and inched its ass out of there. I mean, it got its head, though. When they blew that motherfucker up, it was gone, for sure. Um. Anyway, that's a different movie for a different... That's a different podcast, <laughs> a different for, podcast a different for a different day. time. Yeah. So um, anyway, they uh, the thing dies. The shapeshifter dies, turns into dust, and then where do they go from there? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. What I happened? watched this a couple of days ago. Like the thing, the thing they fall through that grate in the floor, and the thing turns to dust. Like it, that thing dies. Bubbles. Yeah, Rihanna. Bubbles. Yeah. Huh? Rihanna. I was Rihanna in the movie. I oh, like why that. not? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I like your sexy maid outfit. Oh, I know, right? I almost got slapped in the face for that one. Yeah. 
I was like, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> just, Would look. You just look at it. Yeah, just what that look smell at it. like. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they went from there as she dies, and then they go. Where did they go? They went deeper. Remember, uh, what was it? Man, well, they're where? trying to find, they're still trying to find the commander. Um, they went deeper, though. They didn't come back. No. Damn. Hold on. I'm trying to remember. When they yeah, came they, out of there, they went and got something. Let's see. Voyeurian and Warline, whatever, uh, venture further into the infected yeah, area, realizing deeper. that it is actually not toxic. They reach a large, shielded hall where they find the humanoids known as pearls. Yeah, one of them was standing there, remember? Yeah. And it was like, well, follow me. Yeah, come And they with touched me. their head. Yeah, that's crazy. Arrivederci. <laughs> so um any they go in that 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 giant and then they explain to them like what happened like you know them getting on that spaceship they gave them the origin um, story yeah yeah we're good and people then, while all this is happening oh they're getting the command- son yeah the commander in chief like they're going to blow this thing up they're going to put the bags on they're going in full regalia well we <laughs> we missed this part though the reason that they need that thing is because there's like an unidentified mass in the center of this space station. It is growing larger and larger, and it's like they say that it's toxic, that it's going to kill everybody unless they stop it. Somehow this little creature is going to stop that from happening. I'm not really sure how. But there's no, no toxic. They no. lied about that. No. Yeah, they do. That's why they the- told them they needed it, though. Which yeah. was a lie. Oh, yeah, because it could withstand radiation and all that but shit. But it's a You're lie. Right. Yeah. Because the remember when they were walking in further and further, they're like, what about the radiation? They're like, no radiation. He said, someone's been lying to us the whole time. Yeah. Because yeah. we're not supposed to come out here. Yeah. So um, so they get there, and dudes, uh, the commander's like laying there. And, There's a um, bunch of them. Yeah, and they're... They look scared, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're like, okay. He grabbed his gun. Yeah. He's one of them know. Yeah. I'll shoot every one of you motherfuckers. Like, yeah, come at me, Pearl. Come at me. <laughs> Nobody so, puts Valerian in the corner. <laughs> not even Loreline. Yeah. Loreline. So they explain that whenever the chick from the beginning, like, that was outside the ship, yeah. like, exploded or went Super went Saiyan. to him. It, it went into him and brought them there. Yeah. To help to help them out. Um, Let me ask this because they said in the the little you know montage they had, it was like thirty years ago. Yeah. How did it just reach him three days ago? Well, they said it travels through time ah. and space. Yeah. So she was traveling all for thirty years and to find him. the right person. Yeah. Wow. Good choice. Well, I think she knew his <laughs> path. Uh, yeah, she, she's like, I know I he's mean, an agent. He's, you know, I can yeah, see that he's the to. best. Yeah. I'm going to hop in this one. Yeah. Really so, good choice. Um, then it explains uh, the dude wakes up and the commander wakes up. And then he explains that, like, they created this bomb that they were 
they were in this war. They created this bomb. It, it blew the ship up. And then he knew that they were, of course, that there was, uh, you know, life on this planet. The, the thing crashed. And then he got rid of all, he sealed all the documents because he was afraid that. Well, it would make him look com- bad and they would kick him out of the Federation. And yeah, yeah. And they would lose all the technology. And yeah. He said, you want to set your race back a thousand years? Yeah. Which I mean, you know. No, <laughs> but bad lieutenant decision number one: fighting over the goddamn planet. Yeah, note I to know. self: don't fight over planet. Don't man. Yeah, you don't know who's down there. Yeah, could be a so, whole planet full of Bill Cosby's. You well, know? that'd be all right. Yeah, <laughs> blow that it's up. All, it's it's all Cosby's and Weinstein's yeah. down there. Oh man, that's planet. another planet. <laughs> Whenever you drive by Weinstein, I feel like it's like wah, wah, wah. it's whining. Weinstein. Planet, planets planet Spanish fly of yeah. the Weinstein sector. Yeah. yeah. Pudding cup. <laughs> so uh they get the backstory. Um meanwhile, they've got bombs rigged up outside this thing to <laughs> shut it down, to blow it up. Yeah, which... but wait, let me throw this out there. Okay. This this whole time. All right, we've been we've got the one general. Yes, he's out cold turkey. All right. Yeah. All right, we got the guy under him. I, I, did you guys have a problem with this the whole time? I had a problem figuring out which one of these guys was a fucking bad guy. I'm like, is he bad? He was over here acting all shady by the fucking, you know, looking at the screen earlier. I don't know what he's up to. I thought up until the end, I thought he was going to be a bad guy. Nah, I I had him pegged as a good guy from the get go. I just uh. I was like, man, there's something. When he started uh, digging. He had a face <laughs> that I was like, okay. Like, I had a feeling that that he wasn't bad. You know what I mean? So, um, anyway, they're putting bombs. Like, the, the main general dude has these, like, I guess, cyborgs or robots built. Or when he gives them the command, then they're just supposed to shut everything down, kill whoever they have to kill, blow up whatever they have to blow up to keep the truth covered so that it doesn't come out. Some real government type shit. You know what I mean? So um, anyway, they start going crazy, killing their own, you know, killing those their guys and, you know, with the bombs and all that. Uh, they show up, and the one guy's trying to stop the bombs from going off at the command central, and it gets down to one second, of course. He shuts it down. Day is saved. Everything's fine, you know? And then um, they get in their spaceship. Like, this, they were building the spaceship inside the center of the thing, and it just, like, explodes out the side of it, right, of the space station. Yeah. And just is out in space, and, like, that's that. And they drop the... They drop off uh, Valerian and Loreline in the original, the OG fucking spaceship that started everything, mm-hmm. and and they're just floating 2005. through space. Yeah, and they're got, like, we got time to kill. You know what I mean? What are we gonna do? Bang! That's what we're gonna do. Playlist uploaded. You know, <laughs> playlist updated, baby. Um. <laughs> I it was a roller coaster ride of emotion. Wasn't it cool when they had the I mean the planet was in like a ship. 
Yeah. I mean, they did some badass shit right there at the end. It's like, they, what were they going to travel around with their planet then? I, th- I think from what I could kind of gather was they were going to use their ship as a planet until they found a planet that was, that was, okay. that would cooperate with them, I guess. That's kind of the gist that I got out of, you know? Um, so this movie is based off of a French science fiction comic series. What? It was first publicized in this magazine in 1967. And the last issues or the last stories were published in 2010. Um, it says all of the Valerian stories have been collected in comic album format, comprising some 21 volumes plus a short story collection and an encyclopedia. Um, yes. So it says the series focuses on adventures of the dark-haired Valerian uh, and his red-headed female colleague, Loreline. As they travel the universe through space and time, Valerian is a classic hero, kind, strong, and brave, who follows the orders of his superiors, even if he feels deep down that it is the wrong thing to do. On the other hand, his partner, Loreline, combines her superior intelligence, determination, and independence with sex appeal. Influenced by classic uh, literary science fiction, the series mixes space opera with time travel plots. Um... Scripts are noted for their humor, complexity, and strongly humanist and left-wing liberal liberal political ideas, while uh, the art is characterized by its vivid depictions of the alien worlds and species Valerian and Loreline encounter on their adventures. The series is considered a landmark in European comics and pop culture and influence other media as well as well. Traces of its concepts, storylines, and designs can be found in science fiction films such as Star Wars and The Fifth Element. Which ties into, apparently there are a bunch of cameos, a bunch of nods, Easter eggs. Did you see that? For, yeah. For um, that The Fifth Element. Good. Yeah. You look around yeah. a little bit? Yeah, I was clicking around for a minute. Just checking around. So it says, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. It says that um, uh, director Luke Besson, he did the fifth element. He included seven Easter eggs from fifth element, the brightly colored sci-fi film open past summer with plenty of fifth element fans hoping that uh, Besson would deliver another big hit. Fortunately, Valerian flopped at the box office and critic reviews were very mixed. William was praised for its visual effects and world building that went into it, but the overall response was mostly negative, unfortunately. Um, despite this, it's not quite the end of The Road for Valerian, which is set for DVD and Blu-ray l- release later this month. Although Besson has confirmed that he's not interested in making a Valerian TV series, he's still optimistic about the possibilities for Valerian's sequel. The film did manage to find a fan base despite issues at the box office, and combined with high DVD sales, that might be enough for a second installment. Uh, Besson also uh, provided fans with an enticing reason to buy the film on DVD and Blu-ray to find several Fifth Element Easter eggs hiding in Blu-ray. So I found one of them. Um, While you were watching it? Yes. 
the the uh, Ziggy Stardust scene at the beginning, mm-hmm. the David Bowie part. One of the aliens that show up is the aliens from the beginning and the end of the fifth element. The big lumbering guys with the key finger. Yeah. Yeah. They're one of the species that show up at the space station. So that was, that was the thing that I caught. But, um, so apparently there's seven and I'm interested to find all of them because I love the fifth element. It's one of my favorite sci-fi movies like ever, you know, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in many years, but I mean, I've, I mean, I I remember liking it, you know, I always remember Mila Jovovich and that skimpy ass fucking (laughs) man. Not only her, but, uh, um, what's his name? Gary Oldman as the villain. Oh my God. Yes. He is such a great villain. He's got that Southern accent. Don't touch the button on the side. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. His his favorite performance of mine is my favorite performance is him and uh, Drexel. Yeah. That's him, right? Do not touch. (laughs) He's doing the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking it's a bad motherfucker right here. Yeah. Bad motherfucker. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) They need to bring him on The Walking Dead. Oh, my God. Whenever they kill. Megan, I'd like to bring, see, yeah, bring him in. Drexel yeah. or, or or Gary Oldman? Drexel. Yeah, that'd <laughs> yes. be fucking awesome. <laughs> you gotta ask yourself, do you what have enough guns? Him I and... So. Uh, I count six bullets, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Get the whole scene down. You got that six bullets, amazing. Yeah, it was. Ah, he had that. I mean, dude, Drexel. Yeah, he was a character Never for sure. Wrote that was high. Tarantino wrote yeah. it. <laughs> he's a huge stoner, man. Yeah, I bet he's high right now. Yeah, sure. Cut to him sitting there smoking. <laughs> I got this up there Banging out something on the typewriter. <laughs> yeah. And these Germans start fucking around all these things. Yeah. Germans, right? He's probably calling him. He's probably calling a million women being like, look, Harvey didn't get to you, did he? Yeah. Just tell you. It was just my fucking movie. It was just this fucking movie yeah. he had. You know? I'm not going to ask you to fucking uh, be in my fucking movie. I'll just fucking put you in my fucking movie if I want to. So I broke this fucking really expensive guitar. Yeah. And I, and I told him to go for it. Just fuck it. Just fuck that guitar. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I told, you know, he, he's like, I told that one chick, you know, you better, better quit fucking around with those sexual harassment clauses. Yeah. It's like, uh, what was that one chick from uh, Planet Terror? Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yeah. So I told Rose, she's going to have one motherfucking leg. <laughs> Robert said it was cool. He said, I'll be fucking around with this, you know, this one gun leg, you know. This one motherfucking leg with a gun on it. was badass. Yeah, right. You can buy that prop. Have you guys seen her lately? No. <sighs> she look rough? Not the same. I mean, dude, it's... Night and day. Damn. Wow. She's hot, too. Yeah. A lot of plastic surgery, man. I think she's one of those people, she's like, I don't want to get old. So she's like Mickey Rourke? It fucked her? Oh. All right. Fucking around with the surgeons. But, uh, you know. My gallon now. (laughs) 
She looked like a fucking catcher's mitt. <laughs> <laughs> One of those old timey ones. I mean, what? Am I, I mean, right or am I, I right? Mean, I mean, when you're when you're when you're throwing the ball in the glove, I mean, dust is falling out. Dude, she does not look like the same person. Tell like she got her, she got her lips done. Rose McGowan, two thousand seventeen. She is no longer the most nitrous nitro. No. Damn. She, she looks like that crazy bitch that was on uh, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She so you saw her she with the bald head. That are just, yeah. uh, they're just, they're just close. It doesn't even face. look like the same person. The face is gone. Yeah, her cheeks. I think she got Botox, and it just. Adam just wants to go up to her and just goes, "What happened?" She filled her face. What with, the? Oh, there's what a picture the of her and Carvey. Carvey, Harvey. Yeah. I that. <laughs> uh, did she come forward and say? They should call. They should, yeah. That's that should be his nickname, Carvey Harvey. Carvey Harvey. She looks like G.I. Jane. <laughs> she does. Anyway, yeah. um, who wants to start the rating on this this damn masterpiece that we watch? Don't matter to me. Mm, go for me. it, Trav. What? Huh? We're about to break out the ratings. You gonna give it three stars? <laughs> uh, you know. Does it I get the coveted three-star trap? <laughs> well, you're the only one in the podcast that. that can give a movie three stars, Travis, and we'll we'll it accept get, it. it. It doesn't give it doesn't get the 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 coveted three gold stars from one individual, but I do give it a full star because for a two-hour and some odd film minute film, uh, it had my attention. Um. I enjoy sci-fi. I'm biased for it, so I mean, I enjoyed the the, the world that it thrusted us into. Um, I mean, the plot wasn't, you know, it wasn't something groundbreaking, but the visuals were something to be, you know, there's something to be said about it. I thought the idea was great. It's definitely piqued my interest in wanting to read the comic, or at least giving it a, at least give it a gander. <laughs> um, yeah. I just hate that. Now. I just hate that you know it didn't do well, and the likelihood of another film may or may not happen. More so of the latter, really, because even if it does achieve cult status on the DVD, you know, market, I highly doubt that's. I mean, films that that get in that category very seldom pan out good in the sequels. Right. I mean, Blade Runner might be an exception, but I mean, we're talking about a cult film that's. I mean, it's Harrison fucking. It's it's Harrison fucking Ford, you know. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, you know, movies like, and I know it's not sci-fi, or whatever, but you know, The Boondock Saints, they that movie's lifespan was completely like, it was multiplied tenfold when it made it on DVD. And. It's fucking sequel was terrible. Yeah, now they're making a series out of it. Ugh, you know? I mean, I mean, yeah, ugh. but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, but like I said, but, but yeah, gold, gold star, if you like science fiction 
I mean, why the fuck haven't you watched this film? I hate that. I hate that I didn't give this movie a chance when it first came out because I felt like the whole thing with it tying into Fifth Element and whatnot, you know, I mean, not tying in, but having the cameos and stuff, I would have liked to have had that bit of knowledge beforehand, you know, just, just for the fun of it, to be able to go in and, and see, you know, see more stuff, more more Easter eggs that they had going on. Yeah. Um, because of that, though, it has definite, you know, it gives it replayability. Uh, that's something that, you know, it. I'm hard-pressed to find these days. I can't really find movies other than other than just typical blockbuster schlock that everyone can go rewatch over and over because Blob, it's mindless. Blockbuster slop? Schlock. Oh. <laughs> blockbuster slop. I was like, ugh. Which... Which I mean, I mean, same. I mean, yeah, we could use yeah. it in the same context, definitely. This is what you got to ask yourself: When it went off, could you have watched more? Yes. Yeah. So that's that's and, how you know right there. Why, it's like, oh, yeah. I hence I why went with a two-hour, fifty-minute movie star. I love the visuals. I loved what story went along with it. I thought the world building was great, and yeah, full star. Killer sci-fi film. Absolutely. Um, I would, th- this movie would, it, it would have a very comfy spot right next to movies like Dark City. Yeah. You know, uh, other, other one and dones that deserve more screen time, but I'm content with what I've got, you know? Right. Uh, what about, yeah, what, what, what you I enjoyed got? the hell out of it, man. Yeah. From start to finish, like it looked great. It was a better movie than I thought it was going to be. I really didn't have high hopes going in. I was like, "This is going to suck," because I saw the I reviews online, which I don't understand why. It, did it get shit on? What was what was its biggest criticism? What's the first criticism that you that I have for it? No, no, I mean like like with the with. I assume one of you All guys right. have Rotten Tomatoes. It's forty nine percent. I mean, come on. What was the what was the highest comment they gave on it? Like, it was it people shitting on the plot or whatever? Um, how can well, you shit on it? I mean, I mean, well, hold on. I'll pull. I'll pull up some choice reviews on here. Um, but it's forty nine percent. Uh, you come away admiring the effort while. Lamenting the execution, but swinging and missing is always better than not swinging at all. Utterly unreal space story from uh, Luke Besson, who seems to have watched James Cameron's Avatar and decided he could make it sillier, more scattered, and less emotionally engaging. If nothing else, those who lament Hollywood's over-reliance on special effects have a shiny new example of such excess by way of Europe situated in a faraway galaxy that mostly makes one yearn to escape into the sunlight of planet earth as a complete motion picture experience it falls considerably short that's one Valerian in the city of a thousand planets is a supremely indulgent mess of a film besson's cinematic adaptation is a much is as much a spectacle as it is a stinker If the result is problematic, we need more people like Besson to put 
push the envelope and refuse to adhere to the current sequelists infesting the industry. The fact that he decided to take this risk should be acknowledged. That was a negative review. <laughs> wow. Um, this may make sense to fans of the French comic book series on which it is based, but it's so disappointing. Those are just... So pretty, so pretty much, these people did not like the idea of being thrust into stuff and not having everything explained. Um, well, I mean, a lot of people are bitching because, like, um, this one here says, um, uh, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets is as empty as No Man's Sky. Valerian may be bursting with imagination, but has no soul. Dreadful banter between Valerian and Loreline starts out corny and becomes downright excruciating as the story progresses. Well, well, I will, I will admit that their whole, whenever he, his attempts at trying to woo her were cheesy, but in a, but, in a good but, way, but well, in a cheesy I, I just, kind I of lovebirds like, way. Well, like the way, the way all the, the way all the comments have been saying, it's almost like this movie had the same problem that the Dark Tower had. And it was a peek into a world that not everybody was familiar with. And if you got it, you got it. If you didn't, well, you may or may not have liked it, you know? Right. I get that. Um, well, but I, I mean, like, I, I didn't feel like I was missing a piece of the puzzle. And as for the movie being scattered, you know, with it. Okay. So the film is in large part loosely adapted or, or is a loose adaptation of the adventures of Valyrian, right? Yes. Well, I feel like that's just what we got. Like, yeah, there yeah. was the overarching story about that planet being destroyed and that race trying to get their converter back. But we just saw various adventures of these two people. Like they went from one situation to another. Sometimes they were connected. Sometimes they weren't. And to me, it, it worked. Another thing that, 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 Watching this movie in the back of my mind, it made me feel like I was watching not the exact same thing, but it it made me think of Cowboy Bebop. What? <laughs> it made me, it made me think of the anime Cowboy Bebop, where these where these people are just one one situation to the or, you know to the other, but there's like this very light overarching little story going on. Right. And I don't know. It just I don't I, I could see where the where I mean obviously I can see where all the criticisms are at, but that just goes to show you that the critics should not be they okay. shouldn't be the be all end all. Yeah. The movie critic profession should not exist to me. Well, we'll have because think of how many. Well, but no, 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 no. But that's the thing. We're not. We're not necessarily criticizing the like. Where's the best way to put it, or the best way to put it? Um, I saw an article a few months ago that pretty much explained that websites like Rotten Tomatoes and a lot of these reviewers 
are really they're in a position where they can dissuade large swaths of people from giving a film a chance. Yeah. And that's where I, that's what I felt this movie didn't have was a chance, you know? Right. Um, um, well, let me give it a star. Yeah. 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 Y'all are fucking stealing my thunder over here. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Still, just hijack Sorry. it. Yeah, hijack Adams. Like the knife. Adam's I can't reach the knife. It's in my back right now. <laughs> I'll pull it out. <laughs> Come here. I'm going to give it a gold star. Full gold. None of that hollow shit. <laughs> None of that half, half gold. Yeah, full gold star, man. I would, uh, I'd put it in the collection. I'd like to see it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I bet it looks real good. Uh, but I enjoyed the, I mean, come on. When it went off, I was like, damn. Right. I wanted more. Yeah. Um, and now that I see the budget, I know that's not going to happen or the, the, what they, you know, the gross. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Which I don't understand. I don't agree with anything those people said. No, I don't either. This is one of those times where looking at the reviews online, that's not going to do anything for you. No. Um, strokes for different folks, man. Exactly. Yeah. Well, here's my thing. I I enjoy sci-fi movies the way that a lot of people enjoy horror movies. If that makes any sense, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you have those diehard people that go out and see every horror movie uh, that comes out because they enjoy the genre, whether good or bad, right? I enjoy sci-fi that same way. Yeah. This movie, I put on, and it did what it was supposed to do. I forgot about everything that was going on. Yes. And it put me into a world that I know nothing about and still really don't know anything about, but I want to know more. Yeah. You know? And I was taking, Um, I was picking up what they were putting down. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. Um. I want, I want more. And unfortunately, like you said, it's probably never going to happen. But um, I think that they're, I think that the characters banter back and forth and their whole thing was just like, it was just bullshit. Like not in a bad way, because like at work, I have that same banter back and forth with this 60 year old woman that works there. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I'm never going to get with her. It's never going like to happen. Deep down inside, your soulmates, but it ain't going to happen. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go that far with it, but uh, but you know what I mean. Like I'm just cracking jokes, having a good time. That's what this movie was. It was lighthearted. It was fun. the The effects were amazing. It just it transported me to another world. And I understand, like I I get the criticisms people have for it, but for me, I mean, like you're on this roller coaster adventure ride. It doesn't over explain anything and it doesn't do any crazy character development it just like this is what you get yeah enjoy it or don't they and popped I us in the- on a story and it was like okay yeah i wasn't like i got all these questions and yeah right no questions they explained everything you needed to know exactly yes i mean and the story wasn't original the concept wasn't original nothing about this movie was original but it was fun and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Like, I watched it a time and a half. 
I yeah. started it the other night, and then people, you know, the second time, and people showed up. Started and like, well, well, and I was like, well, we can. It's two hours long. I've already watched an hour and a half, you know, or an hour of it. Y'all want to watch it all? They're like, no. And I'm like, fuck it, whatever, you know. But like, this is a movie that I will add to the collection. And every so often, like I do with The Fifth Element and other sci-fi movies like that, I'll put it on, I'll enjoy it, I'll laugh, I'll cry. I could definitely watch this again. Yeah, and that's what it did, and I get it. Haters gonna hate, you know what I mean? No, this is not some fucking art film that's gonna like redefine the fucking sci-fi. sci-fi movies, don't watch them. Yeah, I feel like a lot of those people, you know, they were like, well, you know... Yeah, I mean, well, sci-fi now is is to that point where it's it's like horror movies, you know, yeah. like people don't see the value in it. Like it's like you've got horror movies, you've got sci-fi movies, and comic book movies. You know, people don't see the value in it. Like it's just entertainment, but that's what movies are. They're fucking entertainment. This, <laughs> this movie had a Guardians of the Galaxy feel. Yeah, you know. Yeah, kind of lighthearted. Just, yeah, just, just enough fun. fucking action to get you by, like. Yeah. Oh, it was action packed, man. Yeah. They're always getting into some shit, you know. Him dressing up on that desert planet with that fucking Hunter S. Thompson shirt on. I was yeah. like, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I give it. I give it a full gold star. I mean, I am. I am gonna buy this movie because it was that enjoyable. And I, like I told Trav the other night, I was gushing about this movie when I went over there. Was I not? <laughs> All right, he was. <laughs> no, did you did you notice when they uh, cut out a couple of cuss words? Uh uh-uh. Yeah, dude. In no. one scene, she said, "You want me to stick my head in this thing's, you know, something, something." She had a little smart ass remark about putting her head in that thing's mouth. Yeah, and she said mouth. But you could tell in the in the on the te- you know in the footage, she said ass. Oh. They changed it. She, you could actually watch her mouth. You know, it said ass. No, I didn't see and, that. And, oh, I... and mouth came out. You know, and that's what she did. She put her head up its ass. Like, yeah, right, yeah. But I could see where they cut that out. I noticed that. If you watch it again, watch yeah. her mouth. She says oh, ass. I'll be, I'll be watching it again yeah. for sure. I mean, if you love sci-fi, watch this. If you like the Fifth Element, oh man. I mean, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's just a fun little sci-fi it's movie, and it sucks. There's not going to be a sequel. Like I'm I had a good bummed. time while I watched it. Yeah, wasn't disappointed at all. And every time Would they went around more. another corner, I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like, what they got now? Like, yeah, this is all this shit, man. It was like badass. Like the market. Yeah. yeah. When he went to the market, I was like, "That's a really cool idea." Like. And they threw it in at the beginning to let you know what yeah. you're in for. Let you know what's up real quick. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, has anybody got anything else about uh, Valerian besides go watch it? It's a buy. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it for sure because you know they're gonna have it. They're gonna have a deal on Black Friday for it. You know, because it, yeah. you know, if it's like five bucks, it'll probably be uh, ten. Yeah. And still worth it. Yeah, I hope it comes out in a in a two pack with uh, Fifth Element. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I'd buy the shit out of that all day. Yes, I like. You know, I feel like that's what the future is going to be like, and it's going to be because of 
the movies. Like people see the movies and they're like, well, in our heads, we all have a, you know, like that's the future. Bright yeah. colors. Yeah. You know, there's just something bright about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's the future. And the reason for that will be like fifth element and stuff, because it's just, that's what's in our heads. Like, well, it's got to look like this. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm uh, too bad. We're not going to see it, but <laughs> maybe they'll be able to futurama our heads. And you know, there were, there were little kids, man, that were sitting around watching TV and they watched like episodes of Star Trek. And then next thing you know, we got a cell phone we walk around with like, yeah, that's yeah. how shit happens. I Somebody mean, was know. like, I'm going to make that. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. Happen. That's really a true story. Like some of the people that were in on the first mobile device, you could, like they got the idea from Star Trek, which which is crazy. Antimatter. We got that from Star Trek. Yeah, because they have it on there. I mean, come on. Yeah. So um, it was great. Yes, I, I Travis loved thinks, it. but oh, it was good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking to you earlier, and you were gone or something. I didn't hear y'all. Sorry. Griffin gush, Griffin said he was gush, gushing about the movie when he came over. Yeah, I mean, he was, he, was, he, he enjoyed it. He had me hopped. Yeah. I mean, did it live he up to the hop for you? It. Oh, it did. Yeah. I mean. Well, I went in with nothing. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with both of y'all. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I mean. I started to call you, Adam, and be like, this movie, <laughs> try to hop you up. Uh, so before we get on to any other topics real quick, y'all want to hit Walking Dead this week? Everybody watch it? I did not watch it yet. Oh, I did. well, it sucks. Nothing happened. You guys can talk about it. <laughs> I mean, really, nothing I'm happened. I'm going to watch it, but you can talk about it. Like, It's not going to um, I mean, it's just more of the same. Was it the same as the last one where they're just like, we got to go. We're going to kill people. And uh, yeah, is that what the whole season's going to be? Well, you know how seven, you know how seven seasons ago that there was this big tense standoff between Shane and Rick and the whole. I do remember. uh, You can't, you can't go back. You know, the world's changed. You can't go back. Let it go. Seven Seven seasons later, man. They are still having that same fucking conversation, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, we get it. Was we Negan... get it. The world is the world has turned to shit. Motherfuckers have lost their mind. We get it. Like, quit trying to like get an emotional moment out of something you addressed every goddamn season, every episode. It's like Jesus Christ, man. It's. I mean, it's more of the same. It's just them. Trying to round up all the remaining saviors and take them out. No Negan. Was Negan in the episode? No. No, of not. course not. They're not going to have. They're he's, he's only like the last in, episode. He's going to be in like three, maybe four episodes, and not big parts in any of them. I don't think. I maybe hope when Rick one. shows up, like, because I'm pretty sure Rick's going to lose this fight. Yeah, Negan's going to be like. I hope you brought your shit in pants. Like <laughs> he says it again. Yeah, I think that should be his new catchphrase. Yeah, shit in pants. Um, I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, it's more the same. It's. It's. But they've got you. 
I guess. I got you, man. You watch it. I mean, I watch it to shit on it at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want to see some fucking some action. Kill oh, there's somebody. action. Yeah, there's a, there's action in it. Um, nothing but. Um, well, I mean, eh. I'll put it this way: there's a part where a group of people get quote unquote ambushed by another group of people. <laughs> These motherfuckers Ezekiel are held at point. These people are held at point blank range, right? Ezekiel's people are like the saviors roll up. They got their guns. I just guessed that. Yeah. No, but listen, they get flanked by some more of Ezekiel's people. And during this, this, this very quick moment, Ezekiel's people had already laid their guns down. They pick them up, fire back just in time to kill every one of the saviors. Mm -hmm. Did anyone die? Anyone big? That's the big spill of the episode that they were going on. Ezekiel's little group they're like not a person we haven't had a single casualty yet we're going so we're doing so well guys and somebody dies uh, it gets it gets uh, weird what happened yeah well rick's looking for these 50 caliber machine guns yeah and we find out where they're at <laughs> so these guys <laughs> have them. yeah they're like held up in the top of this like barn or something and they just start opening fire on ezekiel's people and that's the end of the episode okay yeah and you you see like six you see like four or five people get hit by bullets yeah bullets kill me not well somehow so much for for people not dying let me ask you maybe this was just me but like in the episode before this maggie was at the shootout with the people where they roll up Yeah, and then now all of a sudden she doesn't have a bullet wound and she's at Hilltop. Uh-huh. How the fuck did that happen? I don't know. She got, like, hurt. Yeah, she got shot. Yeah. And it doesn't... Sh- it Hilltop's doesn't show... Go ahead. Hilltop's got some damn good doctors. Yeah. Well, it doesn't show mm-hmm. relief. She gets hit by the bullet in the episode before this one. And th- in this episode, she's at Hilltop which is, I don't know how far away from where she was, and she's not suffering from a bullet wound anymore. Like, what the serious fuck happened? Well, it's because they don't give a shit about consistency. Yeah, you're right. I mean... Fuck this show. <laughs> you want like, to talk really, about... I, the, the, the only reason I've, I've caught up as far as I have is because you guys wanted to talk about it. I really was content at leaving that show where I, where I left it. I just want to see Negan, all Negan, all day, you know? I want him to you, come to my job and be like, well, 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 well. But, but, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Negan's turning into like that fucking asshole at work. You're just you're just tired of being around him. Yeah. Oh, I model my whole work ethic around him. Negan? <laughs> yeah. I come to work. I'm like, where's my, where's my food at? Yeah. Where's my grains at? They're like, you guys got to stay late. You're like, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do everything like that. Eat a dish. Yeah. I think like, I'll go outside and smoke a cigarette. Yeah, I'll be back. He's and fucking, then uh, he milks it. Adoni. Well, and then somebody comes in. They're like, oh, I got hurt doing this. I'm like. Look at the badass we got over here. Yeah. Trying to do some shit don't need to be done. Send out a search party. 
(laughs) What the fuck is this dude doing? Yeah. You should go at work to work dressed up like Negan. Just walk around like that? Be Negan. Yeah, well, leaning. Someone's like, who are you supposed to be? And you're like, we're all Negan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're like, who's Negan? Everybody. Yeah. I'm Negan. You're Negan. Yeah. I'm not Negan. Lucille's getting thirsty. They're like, Somebody in the background's like, I'm vegan. (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not on my watch. You beat him to death with a box cutter. You're fucking listening to us, man. If you think you're Negan, stay in school. Fuck. Yeah. Um, well, do y'all want to hear talk about something that's kind of cool? What's what is it? Uh, I got cool uh, shit to talk about too. What you got? Uh, well, what you got? The Tarantino's newest script's finished. No shit. It's the Manson movie, and guess who's eyed to be the star? Uh. Brad Pitt. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, shit. No he way. He might be oh, playing Manson. I'm in. Sold Them American. Two? Yeah. Who's he going to play in it? You know what I, I mean? I guess Manson. I mean, no, that's I mean, the lead who's, role. Who's Christoph Waltz going to be? Oh, in? I don't know. Yeah. But I saw it on, uh, on that side I sent you earlier. That's fucking cool, Pretty man. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, dude. Oh, and he's also, he's looking for a new home studio. He doesn't want to release it with that studio, so he's moving. With the Weinstein yeah, company? Yeah, he's finished. Well, he should, if I was him, I'd just start my own production company. He could. I mean, he's got the money. Yeah, why not? I would. Um, Got anything else, Adam? No, not really. All right. Um, so... Jason Voorhees is apparently a deadite. I saw that. I almost brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so badass. Uh, we talked about yeah, it a little bit last it's, week that they had a connection. And it's fucking canon, dude. It says here, ever since Evil Dead movie franchise Necronomicon popped up as an Easter egg and Jason goes to hell uh, the final Friday, uh, fans have been debating whether Friday the 13th's unstoppable killing machine is a deadite. Says fun fact: Jason's link to the Necronomicon uh, was e- even explored in the 2007-2008 six-issue comic series "Freddy versus Jason versus Ash." So, <laughs> so yeah, there's precedent. Um, speaking to Horror Geek Life about his new movie "Secret Santa," Jason goes to hell. Director Adam Marcus explained the intention to you to make Jason a dead eye in the movie was 100% his own. I was populating the film with Easter eggs, and at that time, I was on set while writing the script and spending time with Bob Kurtzman for The Evil Dead Part 3, which became Army of Darkness, Marcus said. Um, I asked Sam if I could borrow the Necronomicon to put into my movie. Sam gave me a, gave a bewildered why, and I explained the story. I was trying to create a mythology for Jason in this movie because it had driven me nuts as a viewer. Marcus went on to explain the fact that Jason died as a kid at Camp Crystal Lake and emerged as a grown-ass man was driving him crazy as a young boy himself. So he made up his own mythology for the horror film. What I told Sam was, I think it's more fun if I have the Necronomicon in Pamela Voorhees' house. She makes a deal with the devil by reading from the Necronomicon to bring back her son. This is why Jason isn't Jason. He's Jason plus the evil dead. 
And now I can believe that he can go from a little boy that lives in a lake to a full grown man in a couple of months to zombie Jason to never being able to kill this guy. That to me is more interesting as a mashup and Raimi loved it. Marcus added the Spider-Man director gave him the book to put in the movie and then only Raimi Kurtzman and himself knew about the plan. It's not like I could tell New Line my plan to include the Evil Dead because they didn't own the Evil Dead. So it had to be an Easter egg, and I did focus on it. There's a whole scene that includes the book, and I hoped people would get it and figure out that's what I'm up to. So yes, in my opinion, Jason Voorhees is a deadite. He's one of the Evil Dead. Fans may be going up in arms against that theory, arguing that Jason Goes to Hell isn't even canon in the grand scheme of the Friday the 13th movie franchise, but in Marcus' mind, Jason is a deadite, and he absolutely wants to know. He won't absolutely wants you to know it. It absolutely is canon. So, what do y'all think? I mean, that's I'm awesome. I mean, wouldn't you like love to see an Ash versus Jason? Hell yeah! I mean, like they could. Would Ash have? He has to win. Of course. You don't kill Jason. You just kill Jason until another time. Like, yeah, let yeah. Me, he well, he goes I mean, away. Would, comes back. Well, I mean, it would be interesting if they did something where Ash pretty much is the Van Helsing of the modern horror icons. Like he, he's the one that has. He's the one that goes up to bat and actually is worth a shit against any of them. See now that that would be an amazing idea for a franchise. Ash versus, and then it's... No, check this out. I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. Freddy Krueger and Jason fought. They're in the same universe? Yeah. So, Ash could fight Freddy. Well, you could even go further than that. Like, in one of those Chucky movies, they have, you know, Freddy's glove, Jason's mask, the chainsaw from Texas, chainsaw massacre. Michael Myers masks. They have everything in this one scene. He's part of it, too, then. So he seems like one of those possessed little things from the damn Necronomicon. Who, Chucky? Yeah. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Actually, have a new Chucky movie coming out December. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't it be be fucking awesome if they just, like, they got all these, like, 80s and 90s, like, horror icons versus... The man, the only man that can bring them down. But Bruce you write Frank it in, Campbell. yeah, and you write it in in a way where like he has to team up with specific people. Like he gets with Jamie Lee Curtis to take down Michael Myers. You know what I mean? He just shows he, up at her house. Yeah, and he's like, you "It's time to go." You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me get in there one more time. <laughs> that shit was so funny. Anyway, um, you know, he shows up at each. You know, he shows up at Camp Crystal Lake. He ch- he's trying to pose as a counselor. He's only got one hand. What the fuck is Can't this guy? Did you just see him walking around with those shorts? Yeah. Those like oh, counselor yeah. shorts from the 70s? Yes. I mean, why not? My balls are in my yeah. back pocket. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see that and just see him just, and that would be the perfect, and this is the crazy part. Have him as the, the final villain, like the, the new villain, have him go up against uh, Jigsaw from oh, the Saw franchise. And they like, he puts him in a puzzle. You know what I mean? And Ash has to fucking goof his way out That's of it. Ash's be... way out of it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, oh, I'd watch so, it. The show's amazing. I, so Yes. 
Well, they've got a new trailer out for the new season. Wow. It starts February the 25th. Yeah. So I'm in. Yeah. Um, we got a couple other little things here. Uh, Hasbro and Paramount strike a five-year film deal, even though Hasbro has been producing movies for a while now. What's Hasbro known for? It says um, the announcement expands upon. Yes. It expands upon an existing relationship between the two companies. Hasbro and Paramount have partnered on five Transformers movies, as well as two G.I. Joe films, and the first Transformers spinoff, Bumblebee, is slated for December. Paramount has been a valuable partner of Hasbro's. Um... While the term, while terms of the relationship are not disclosed, Paramount and Hasbro will partner on financing projects at varying levels of investment, and Paramount will distribute the projects produced during the five-year term of this deal worldwide. Paramount and Hasbro will also collaborate on television programming. I mean, they're already doing it, so why the fuck do we care? I'm not going to go watch a Transformers movie. I'm not going to go watch a G.I. Joe movie. You know what I mean? Like... Why do they think that everyone loves Bumblebee? Dude, I don't fucking know. Like, they don't even have a voice. Nobody likes it. They, like, push it. Every movie, they're like, they love Bumblebee. Put more Bumblebee. It's like, no, we don't. It's yeah, cheesy. Don't, don't Stop. Know. We got a fucking Bumblebee over here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a, uh, so another... So toy s- movies, like Transformers. Yeah, I mean, and... I want a live action, an, an updated live action He Man movie. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to go toys, that's what I would be most interested in seeing, personally. Um, I mean, other than that, Who's I can't play He Man, The Rock. Probably. Now you got to get the dude from uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren. No, nah, what's his name? Uh, uh, Aquaman. Jason Momoa. Why not? Yeah, he can make it work. I'm in. I mean, if I don't care who they get, the I just would like. That's the only toy that I'm like. I would like to see that as a a movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they've talked about it over the years. What they movie? did that one. Uh, he Man. I mean, I always liked the He Man movie when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, it was for what it was. It was good. You know. So I could take a He Man. I mean, it'll it'll happen. Yeah. It's only Skeleton. a matter of time before. Yeah. They're like. There's someone right now working on a script for He-Man. I guarantee it. Oh, they probably got 16 or 17 of them. You know what I mean? looking for the right treatment. They're like, we're bringing in Seth uh, Rogen, his writing partner. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to do a 21 Jump Street He-Man. Oh, my God. He goes undercover. (laughs) What's his name? He's found it down. Danny McBride's going to play (laughs) He-Man. I would actually watch that. We got a fucking Skeletor over here. Yeah. What the fuck are you, you fucking bag of bones? Yeah. So, um... What about... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What about Spawn? That's still happening. They're going to film it in February. Yeah. Check this out. Director got the rights to the movie. Like, he's like, so... He's like, I'm creator. Yeah. Nobody can fuck with this. He says it's going to be nasty, dark, and very rated R. All right? That's all. Good. And the the actors are going to push their pay back until after the movie comes out. They're not being paid. He's not being paid. They're not paying the actors. If the movie makes money, they'll get paid. I mean, does it? do they know who's been cast? Uh, 
No, not really. You're not really giving that away. Well, I figured it would probably be, if it's not unknowns, it's probably going to be some lower. I mean, um, if I had to cast Spawn, I don't know who I would cast to Spawn, really. They Um, did say that it will not be an origin story. Good. We're not going through that again. No, we know who Spawn is. He's badass. That's all you need to know. Spawn's got the coolest fucking costume. Yeah. That shit is cool. I, I'm in for a dark, dark spawn. Uh, rated a hard R movie. A hard R. Yeah, the that's way what it I want. should be. The way God intended. I was going to say that, but. <laughs> I beat you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see Spawn. Yeah, I'm going to go to the theaters. And Bloomhouse is doing it. And, you know, love or hate their movies, they give the creators full control. So Todd McFarlane went to the right place. I mean, they've produced low-budget horror movies and made bajillions off of them. Uh, they did all those paranormal activity movies, Conjuring, Annabelle, every fucking shitty horror movie that's came out within the past five years, you know? So, I mean... Oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. I, mean, I, I think that Todd McFarlane has this, the writing chops to yeah. uh, to make it happen. Well, anyway, he's had a so. long time to come up with some badass spine material. Well, my thing is, is if the script wasn't good, I'm not sure if Kevin Smith would have pointed him into the direction of Bloomhouse. You know what I mean? That's right. He did. Yeah. So. Um, Thank you, Kevin Smith. For real. Um. So they're doing another Stephen King uh, reboot here. What are they going to do? <laughs> Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Oh, my God. Uh, it was only a matter of time. So, I mean. No, dude. This is probably one of the first horror movies I ever watched as a kid. Right. I remember this shit. The only thing in the movie that bothered me, and I mean, it bothered me. Yeah. Because I'm a little kid, was standing next to my bed and someone coming out and slicing the back of my fucking foot. I know, right? That Don't part, they fuck you when up? they fucked Herman Monster up, because that's who that was. Yeah. I was like, uh-uh. Yeah. And then the scene where the kid's in the hallway, and they shoot him up at the end, you know, he's like, not fair. <laughs> I mean, how fucked up was this movie? A little possessed demon yeah. baby. I mean, now's the time to do it. Oh, because, it's going like, to be fucking creepy, man. Yeah, it is. How creepy is this shit going to be? They're going to get a little kid. Who do you think they'll cast? I don't know, but goddamn, you got to give that kid some credit. Yeah. He acted his ass off in that movie, man. Yeah. You can put Pet Cemetery in. It still holds up. Get that little shit from the Babadook to do it. I haven't seen that. How did they get such a little kid to Gage? That was his name. Gage. I played with Mommy. I played with Daddy. Now I want to play with you. Yeah, it's like, ah, ooh. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> then I have nightmares now. Yeah. Hmm. What Come a on. fucked up story. Yeah. I just remember the kid got hit by the truck. Yeah. And you never see the kid get hit, but you see the kid standing in the road, and then it cuts to the dad, you know, he's like, ooh, ooh, slow motion. And then you yeah. just see the shoe bouncing down the road. Yeah. The little shoe, and it's like, oh, that's fucked up. 
Hey, you think they'll remake Sleepwalkers? I think they're going to hit everything. King's hot right now. Yeah. I wish that Stan movie would get made, but... What's up with that? I mean, it's probably in development hell right now, but it'll happen. It's only a matter of time. What did you see there about Pet Cemetery? Did they release any... Is there Um, any news on it, or is it just movies being made? Says the... uh, Good news for horror movie fanatics. Another classic King novel term movie has a remake in the works. Um, now Paramount struck a deal with directors Dennis uh, Widmire, Widmire and Kevin Kalosh to remake the classic horror movie about a family that buries their deceased cat in a cemetery meant for pets. What? Uh, okay. Hollywood has been interested in Pet Cemetery remake for some time. Um, my f- affection for Pet Cemetery will go on until I die. This is what Andy uh, Muschietti, the director of It, told uh, Entertainment Weekly. Wait a minute. I will, the director of It's going to do it? No, no. Oh. Um, I will always dream about the possibility of making a movie. And then back in 2015, film director, screenwriter, producer, and novelist, Guillermo del Toro praised Pet Cemetery and expressed his interest in remaking the movie in a tweet. Unfortunately for um, Muschietti and del Toro, it seems like uh, Widmire and Kalosh have beat them to the punch. They can catch it at a theater like the rest of us. We can't wait to see what the new Pet Cemetery has in store. So these two dudes, they did a movie called um, Starry Eyes. I have never heard of it, but I'm fixing to look it up. I think they should let the it guy do it. Yeah, right. Oh, he made he's, so much money. They're going to make like three of them. Yeah. Let's see. 2014 starry eyes. Uh, a hopeful young Scarlet uncovers the ominous origins of the Hollywood elite and enters into a deadly agreement in exchange for fame. And f- so it's the Harvey Weinstein story. <laughs> I mean <laughs> that's what it says um, in Hollywood the the big taters waitress Sarah Walker is an ambitious expiring actress that suffers from hair pulling disorder Sarah does not respect her boss Carl or her job since she believes she will be a great actress and this job is temporary, temporary only to pay her bills she shares an apartment with her roommate, Tracy, that frequently discloses her secrets to their selfish friends. Aaron, that likes to humiliate Sarah and steal her roles. Danny, who is an expiring director that likes Sarah, Poe and Ashley, that are indifferent to her. Uh, when Sarah is invited to an audition of the film The Silver Screen from the company Astraeus Pictures, they're Auditioners do not show any reaction to her performance. When Sarah leaves the audition, she goes to the toilet room, has a panic attack, pulling her hair and crying immediately after casting director invites her to return to the room and repeat what she did in the bathroom for her assistant and her and she. Sarah is invited again to an audition. And then it goes on and on. So it's like a drama, drama horror fantasy. So <laughs> Damn, I don't you know. know. That was too much yeah. work just listening to you read it. Yeah. I don't want to so, watch you know, it. Yeah. 
Hey, Pet Cemetery is one of those movies though that like made an impact. Right. I, I remember it. Yeah, it's ingrained. It stands in your... out, dude. That of yeah. And when I saw it when it came out, like I right. remember, you know, it's like Pet Cemetery. You know, I watched it, and it just it made an impact. So I'm I feel those guys. I'm like, yeah, that was a. Yeah. Uh, I believe if I I'm pretty sure we've mentioned a remake before. Like. Yeah. I think so. I think we've talked about it. Right. Well, if not on the podcast, I, definitely in real life. Yeah. As of right now, they're just they're talking about it. So it's we'll see. Happen. I mean, yeah. Um, you have so any, this is. Go ahead, man. No, nah, what, what you got? Nah, what you got? The biggest news of the week. Disney may buy Fox. So what will they acquire? Uh, what you call it? Fantastic Four. And X Men. Dude, I know this for a fact because I have to cut these motherfuckers. We definitely talked about that. Yeah. I believe we talked about it in that episode, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, Children of the, what was that movie City of Lost Children. Yeah, yeah, the City of Lost Children. We talked about it. Yeah. Because I heard it recently when we were like, I was like, no, those motherfuckers, one of these days they're just going to say, I'm just going to buy your fucking company. Yeah, and then I've got your franchise. Can you imagine yeah. if you put that fucking Disney money behind those X Men movies? Right. Fox is well, on here. their way out. They ain't got nothing. No, they got shit. Well, they got Family Guy and fucking <laughs> X Men, and every now and then they try to scrounge up a fucking Fantastic Four movie, which is horrible. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. It's horrible, know. man. Like nobody wants to see that shit. Yeah. It's garbage. Um, it's this is what the report says. Um, so it says uh, right here, CNBC is reporting that Disney is in talks to buy Twenty First Century Fox, an entertainment arm within the larger Fox company that is reportedly looking to focus its efforts more on news and sports. If the deal were to go through, it could have potentially huge ramifications for a number of Marvel characters. According to MNBC, the buzz around the talks is that a deal will come to fruition due to Fox being rather bullish about its desire to let go of its purely entertainment branch. If and when Disney is back in possession of the rights that 21st Century Fox currently holds, it would mean that that Marvel Studios could finally bring a number of classic Marvel properties like X-Men and Fantastic Four into its shared cinematic universe. While Marvel Studios, which is owned by Disney, has regained the rights to um, regain the rights to properties in the past, this would undoubtedly be one of the studio's most important accus- acquisitions. Well, I can't speak in its history, given its potential. Fox's claim to the X Men has kept a number of key stories from Marvel's comic comics involving mutants off the table for Marvel Studios in the past, but this deal could lay the groundwork for something like an Avengers versus X-Men film down the line. This is an update. Uh, Bloomberg is now reporting that while talks between Disney and Fox did take place over the past few weeks, talks have now stalled. This doesn't necessarily say anything about the potential deal one way or another, but obviously the story is developing. So I think it's going to happen. I mean, look, Fox is holding out because they want all the monies. You know what I mean? 
I think I'm get it though. Well, this is what I think. They're going to buy think, Fox. Well, not only that, but I think what they're going to do is they're going to sell the entertainment um, side of Fox to Disney. I think if they're smart, if they can do it, this might be what's causing the stall is um, any characters that that Fox previously owned that are used into any Disney properties. Maybe Fox gets a little back end off of it. You know what I mean? Maybe that's because think about it. If you own that property, it's kind of like um, with Spider-Man. Sony still owns the rights to do anything that they want with the rest of Spider-Man's universe. The fucking bastards. Yeah. So if um, if Fox wants to strike a deal and just sell out to Disney, I don't think they're going to just sell out right and let that be the end of it. I think they're going to want more, especially in the long run. And if they're going to pivot from to sports and news and, and away from entertainment, they're still going to need a little bit of uh, a little bit of moolah coming in from other other places to kind of help get that going in the right way. You know what I mean? But that means if that's true, then what about FX and FXX? Isn't that part of Fox's uh, entertainment division? I think it is. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. We'll see. Who? Well, um, so they're just going to flat out buy the company. So when the movie comes out, it's going to say Fox still? But it's Disney. Well, the, yeah, because they'll have the rights to. Uh, but they need to says, absorb it. Like, they need to take it in. Like, just call it Disney. Don't Don't stick with Fox. Yeah, yeah. Because when people see Fox, they're automatically like, mm-mm. <laughs> right. I don't see that shit. <laughs> so, um, what do you think? Percentage out of a hundred likelihood that Disney will acquire Fox? Their entertainment. They got the cheddar. Fox is fucking. They're they're burnt out, man. They got nothing. Now they did. They hit a hit with the Logan movie. Yeah. But they, you can only run off of that so long. Disney's going to spend like what five hundred million dollars. Yeah. On a movie? Give yeah. me a fucking break. They want that fucking just oh, can you imagine if they acquire all the Marvel characters? Yeah. They can string I mean, dude, the X Men can come into the Avengers. Yeah. Right? It yeah. can happen. You guys have talked about it. Um I was trying to find a uh a list here. But I'm not finding. I was just wanting to see a list of of what properties falls under the Fox. Um, let's see. Twenty twenty first century Fox. See, I want. I just want to see what all they have. Twenty first century. Uh. uh I just want to see what all they got because I know it's a lot. 
All right, here's this is from Forbes. I'm not finding anything that I want to find, but this is um, uh, franchises Disney could develop if um, if they acquire. Are you fucking kidding me? Forbes is not letting me load it because I have ad block. Fuck you, Forbes. I'm not going to your fucking Go somewhere website. else. You want me to disable my ad block? <laughs> yeah, for real. You fucking kidding me. All right, I keep finding anything. Because this is being fucking stupid. But, um... I'm excited either way because, like you said, that means that, like, the Alien franchise would go there. You know what I mean? Like, that would... That would mean all these huge... There could be crazy, crazy crossovers happen. World building, whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I mean... They... Like y'all were saying, they would they would acquire all the like every like fucking everything like their whole catalog of IPs, right? Yeah. <clears throat> what all would they get? Let's see. I'm looking. It's fucking being stupid. Okay, so um, I got to pull up um, Avatar. Oh, shit. Alien Franchise, Cocoon, Die Hard, Home Alone, Independence Day, Night at the Museum, Planet of the Apes, Predator, Romancing the Stone, and that's everything on this article. Those are stuff that could be developed into franchises. They just want it for fucking. Well, they've already Avatar. got Avatar Land. Yeah, so why not? Maybe that's what's kind of shoehorning this into to happening. They're like fuck, Fantastic Four. That's small fries. Yeah. Well, they've got a yeah. damn theme park set up now. Yeah. It makes sense that they would acquire Avatar. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. X-Men, Planet of the Apes, The I Maze Runner. Fox had fucking... Ice Age. Fox has got some shit then. Planet of the Apes is making a killing. Avatar. Avatar's made... I mean, it's the greatest movie of all time. That You know, gross. Damn, I didn't know Fox had it like that. So they still got some shit. All right, here's a list of... 21 Century Fox films from 2000 to present. Uh, Big Mama's House. <laughs> uh, the Digimon movie. Men of Honor. Cookie! Um, 
Castaway, Dude, Where's My Car, Monkey Bone, Moulin Rouge, Dr. Doolittle, Planet of the Apes, Joyride from Hell, Transporter. I mean, it's fucking all kinds of shit. Wrong Turn, Runaway Jury, Master and Commander, Garfield. Uh, uh, Fantastic Four, like we talked about before. Cheaper by the Dozen, Big Mama's House, Ice Age, Devil Wears Prada. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Aragon. 28 Weeks Later and 28 Days Later. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, Doctor, all Doctor Seuss stuff. I mean, it just goes on and on. Dragon Ball. They might actually do a decent Dragon Ball movie. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Percy Jackson. Um, the A Team. The Predator movies. Machete. Uh, Narnia. The Chronicles of Narnia stuff. Uh, one of the Alan Chimmel. Chronicle holy shit they could finally make a sequel to Chronicle they would get the all the Three Stooges stuff Um, I mean there's a lot of shit here that they would get the rights to most importantly though X-Men and The Martian they would get that <laughs> oh, not that one. The, the Revenant. They own that? Attack on Mars? Mars Attacks? I think so. I think it's a Fox movie. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Underpants. The Kingsman. They would get the Kingsman stuff. So that's the biggest news. I mean, it's. I think it'll happen. I mean, if they're wanting to get out of their uh, entertainment side, who's better to acquire them than Disney? Nobody else has got Disney money but Disney, right? Disney dollars. I mean, they're just fucking shitting it out. It's fucking they're like Mickey printing Mouse. money. <laughs> yeah. They make money crap. faster than you can print it. I mean, if that happens, then is Universal Studios, is that? No. That, But that would be the only big other big one, right? Like major, major... But do they even really put that much stuff out? I don't know. Really? Well, I mean, Disney, I mean, Fox put some decent stuff out recently, but not like they, they used to be on top of the world. You know what I mean? Something happened. So, uh, is there anything else we got? Now the I living saw some dead Justice pre- League shit. You see anything on that? Mm-mm. Uh, they've shortened the time. They wanted under two hours. Ooh. I heard they cut all of Lex Luthor's stuff Ooh. out. Here we go. Not- Here we go. What's this? Is 
from the people that brought you Suicide Squad, you know? Oh, God. They're like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's yeah. cut the movie. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. So here we go. Yeah. We're going to start cutting on the cus- the Justice the Custis League here. And yeah. they're going to fuck the movie up, man. They're going to fuck this up for everybody. If this I movie really... fails, they won't, they'll, they'll cancel all these damn movies they've planned to do. Like, yeah. This movie means everything for the DC universe. I really, it really does. Like, if this movie tanks, I'm pretty sure it'll still get. I mean, tons of people are going to go. Oh yeah, for sure. But cut it down. You want under? You want like hour, hour and forty five minutes? Yeah, it'll be a strong one forty five. Like, I know. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I. I'm of course gonna go watch the shit out of it, but um, I mean when that Joss Whedon came in and he's doing his shit, you know, and he's like restructuring whatever, doing whatever he's got to do. I really just hope that I hope that he's making the right decisions, not the I don't know. Not what the studio thinks is the right decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know how, like, the studio, you know, was like, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And you see how those movies turned out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Suicide Squad is a great example. The cut-down version of um, of uh, Batman v Superman. You know, it's just... It is what it is. So, um, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Um, did any of y'all go watch, get to go watch uh, Thor? No. It made like $14 million first night. I think, I think it's grossed somewhere around 250 to $300 million so far. Already? Let's see. I'm going to see what it is. It came Thor. out on like Friday, right? Yeah. Holy shit. I think that's what it is. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> right here. Thor Ragnarok rolls to $431 million worldwide. Um, with record November China start. $308 million offshore with record Nove- uh, November China start. So they, they've... Jesus Christ. Um, this is... That's fucking crazy. Uh, the worldwide uh, cum on the God of Thunder's third outing is $431 million through Sunday. The numbers on Thor Ragnarok have pushed the Marvel Cinematic Universe over $13 billion globally. And over five billion domestically. That's across seventeen releases. Good lord, that is fucking crazy money. Imagine what you would do with that much money. I'm gonna try to go watch it this this coming weekend. Should be getting my movie pass. I'm I'm actually gonna try it out. So we'll see how that goes. You get your movie pass? 
Yeah, they said it should be here in five to seven days, so I should be getting it in the next couple of days. I'm pretty excited. So. Well, has anybody got anything else? Two tickets to paradise. Yeah. (laughs) Pack your bags. Um, (laughs) The movie was great. Yeah. We got tons of movies coming out. It's, I mean, well, wait, we got to kick on to the next bit. Yeah, we've got uh Wait, we've got, there's more. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so we re I reached out to the guys at uh podcast time forgot and uh, asked them if they would uh, record us a, a little ditty. About giving us some 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 movies, a movie or some movies to watch, and um, so they sent us in a video or a voice recording. They sent us a recording in. Jesus Christ, it's late. Um, so uh, I think Adam has it has it queued it? up. Yeah, has it queued up and ready for us. Right, hang on, you put me on the spot. My bad. My bad, bro. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. This is the podcast of Time Forgot. I'm Alex. And I'm Cody. And we'd like to say hey out there to all the real estate podcast listeners. And this is our suggestions for movies for them to watch so they can review it for you guys. Mine is Audition, a classic um, foreign film, horror-related. It's on like everybody's top list. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. And I had I, I came up with three because I couldn't decide. I got Corky Romano, which is a classic comedy. It's got um, what's the guy's Chris name? Chris Catan. Chris Catan in it, and uh, it's just rolling the floor laughing all through the movie. Then I had uh, a horror movie, kind of thriller, whatever you want to call it. It's called Funny Games. There's a foreign version and there's an American version, but they're pretty much scene for scene. And um, but they're really good. And then there's one that's kind of crazy. It's called Suck. It's a comedy horror-ish movie about vampires. And there you go. So that's what they gave I've heard us. Of suck. I've heard of everything but suck. Yeah. Well, I, before we do what we talked about doing, I'm gonna make sure that that's obtainable. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, audition. Uh, actually, I have it on my shelf. Um, very, very good film. Um. Funny Games was a very good film as well. And I have to agree with Cody on uh, Corky Romano. Just uh, I, 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 I'll always remember that movie. It's just hilarious. Over the- you guys yeah. want some cookies? <laughs> that movie's when, hilarious, man. When uh, he busts that bag of Coke open. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, good Sergeant God. was it Agent Passant? Yeah, Agent. What are you talking about? Passant. Passant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Um. Well, I'll go ahead and IMDb this uh, suck movie because I've never, I've never watched or heard about it either. So Travis in and everybody else in. Why are you doing that? What I talked about earlier, Travis is we'll take. All four of those movies, we'll put them in the generator. We'll run it a couple times. Then the one that it picks, we'll throw that to the side and we'll watch the other three. 
We watched three of them. Works for me. Pretty much finish out our whole month. Okay, suck is requirable, or we can get it. They've got two. One's called suck. One's called suck my dick or die. I don't think that's it. Um, the so suck is a 2009 comedy horror music. A comedy centered on a rock and roll band that will do anything to become famous. Um, it's got Alice Cooper in it and Moby and Henry Rollins and Iggy Pop and Malcolm McDowell and a bunch of people I've never heard of. So y'all want to watch the trailer for it real quick? Sure. All right, let me. It's got a six point one on uh, IMDb. Yeah, you can't go by that. I know. We're going to be tripping. Oh. I don't want to see it. Yeah, right? With all those names in it? Bam. There's a trailer. It's only in 240p. <laughs> it, it don't have it any higher quality than that. Is everybody ready? Yes. You ready, Trav? All right. <laughs> Let's do it. He's all right. ready, like a, it's, all right. lo- it's, it's loading up on my end. Let's see. All right. Uh, I'm ready when y'all are. We need to go. Okay. I see what I see what they're doing there. Hmm. You guys want some cookies? <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. So I've got everything in the in the wrist uh, land the list randomizer. Um, and uh, I'm fixing to hit it. How many times you want to hit it? Three. Three. You ready? Mm-hmm. One. Two, three. What was the movie picked? The number one? Mm-hmm. Corky. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to watch the other three? Yeah. And what, what were the movies? All right, so number one, we got Corky Romano. Number two, we got Suck. Number three, we have Audition. And number four, we have Funny Game. So we're going to watch Suck first. Yes. Then Audition, then... Fun and games? Funny games. Do y'all want to do the 2007 American version or the 97? Uh, I think we should do the American version. I don't want to read it. I, I, I feel like the American version will be more accessible to other people if they want to watch it. Right. Yeah. Fuck them. They got to download Tor. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the dark web to get it. Um, funny games. The ninety, the ninety-seven version has a seven point six, and the two thousand seven version's got a six point five. But he said it's like a shot-for-shot remake. So how? Anyway, so it was audition. It was suck audition and funny games. This. Funny Games has Tim Roth in it, which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. 
and Naomi Watts, which I'm a huge fan of. Oh the yeah, way, the way she looks. So, so that's what we got coming up, guys. Um, The uh, so next week it'll be uh, Real Estate presents the podcast that Time Forgot presents. Real Estate's watches suck. That's what we got to call it. We got (laughs) to we got to open it up like that every week for the next three weeks. Um, so yeah, we got suck, then we got audition, which I've, I've seen, seen audition. that before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucked up. And then, uh, I haven't seen funny games, so no. I'm interested. So uh, there's two here I haven't seen. What about you, Travis? Uh, I haven't seen suck, but I, I own audition and I've seen funny games. Hmm. Okay. Damn. Trap pulling his fucking movie dick out. I know, right? Flopping the it same, on the table. The same guy directed both the funny game. The same director directed both versions. Weird. Yeah, right? That's crazy. I, I want to say I have a copy of Funny Games, but I, I may have lost it amidst one of my one of my moves. Yeah, that's no bueno. I remember seeing the trailer for Funny Games and like, oh, I want to check that out. You know what I mean? But it was one of those that like never played around here and you could never find it. Like I've I don't think I've ever seen it on DVD. Ever. So you know, you know how that is. So uh hit us up on the Facebook and the Twitters. And leave us an email, you know, realestatepodcastgmail.com. Go check out a podcast at Time Forgot. If you liked hearing those guys' voices on the clip that Adam play, go listen to them talk about other movies and shit. <laughs> and do what they do. Um, so check us out next week. We're playing. Or we're playing. We're watching Suck. And um, Audition. Oh. Yeah. Week so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I think that we've paid our dues. I think the check's in the mail. <laughs>